Hello, Illuminated Souls. I'm Brianne Drioni. And I'm Tina Demore. Welcome to Shamans After Dark. Today, we'll be delving into the topic of how to deepen your personal shamanic practice. I think this is a good topic. It's one I'm really excited about that we're covering because I think we all get to a point in our practice, whatever spiritual practice or pathway we have, where we kind of we feel like we've fallen off the path and we're not doing the work or we're struggling because our day-to-day lives are just get really busy and we're like, okay, how do I reinvigorate? How do I breathe some new life into this? You know, sometimes it just starts to feel stale. Like we just have practices that aren't maybe suiting where we are anymore. And so this right. is a, a great topic to kind of maybe just give you some ideas on how you can deepen it or reinvigorate your current practice. I think for for a shamanic practitioner, your question to the helping spirits is driving the bus of your journey. And so sometimes our our questions can kind of get dry and not so not so f- enriched with with good things that will mine uh, the results that we're needing. And so that's why it can become stale. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And also sometimes I think maybe you didn't have time to journey. And then when you actually sit down to journey, you're like, I'm not really sure what I need to journey about today because you just forget. So I always keep a notebook. This is my little yeah, tidbit. I love that. I, I love always that keep idea. a notebook as I get ideas about things to journey about so that when I have time to sit down, I have like a plethora of questions that at some point Ooh. I wanted to dive into. So that's helpful. I love that. I, I like it. It helps me out a lot. I have a notebook full of sticky notes because I <laughs> write them down <laughs> at the moment that I stop them in my book. <laughs> You're like working in your day. Oh, yeah, I should ask that. Exactly. Oh, that's great. I love that idea. I love it. <laughs> I'm a big one for creating sacred objects. Like if you helping, you know, if you're working with the helping spirits and you're feeling like I'm feeling called to create something, taking mm-hmm. the leap and creating it for yourself versus going out and buying it and or you know, is is huge and the energy that you can put into it and really customize it. Like my helping spirits have had me make very specific rattles for different things that, you know, mm-hmm. and I love the different ways that I can infuse so much energy into that as I'm creating it and creating it in sacred space, creating it uh, in the way that my helping spirits have asked for. And there's so many different things you can do. Rattle's just an example, but you, or you might feel like, okay, you're out on a walk in nature and you find this perfect stick that's being asked to come home and you're not sure why, but you bring it back and then spirit, it turns out that it's got a purpose for you in some way. So that actually happened to me. That's <laughs> <Twice. laughs> right. I was supposed to pick this up for some reason and bring this home. And then I began whittling uh, one stick. And I'm like, why am I even doing this? You know, and then it was supposed to sort of not, it was supposed to be a mystery. Um, and now I know because it's yeah. on my altar. <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, so it's being open, being open to what messages spirit has for you. And I think sometimes we fall into this narrative of like, I'm not good at creative stuff or I'm not artsy. Mm. It has nothing to do with that. It's about infusing your energy into an object and creating it. Whatever you create is what you're meant to create. Like it has its own essence and its own purpose. And I think these ideas of perfection that we kind of get around what something should look like can interfere with us or also sometimes, you know, we're told we're not artistic um, or we don't, you know, like we get we're all creators. Exactly. So, so yeah. take a chance. It's just something that's for you and spirit. So mm-hmm. I, it's a wonderful way to connect with spirit and kind of deepen your practice a little bit by trusting and surrendering a little bit to what um, spirit might be asking of you. And sometimes it can feel uncomfortable to step out on that branch. <laughs> uh-huh. So I know, Brie, you are amazing at making rattles. And I have been witness to the 
products that you've created and they're so powerful and so I I never considered myself a rattle maker and then over this winter I decided all right let's do this my helping spirits were like on my back about these have to be this Mm -hmm. way and you have to do it this way and so I'm like all right all right so I'll do it and I did and even though they're not quote-unquote perfect they are when I use them they are so powerful so And I can feel that and I can feel so aligned with my helping spirits that prompted me to do this. So if this is something that's, you know, if they're tapping you on your shoulder, just listen. Um, There's a couple other projects that they want me to do. I'm actually going to start doing them, you know, later on. And there's art projects I have to do and uh, I have to finish another project. So they're going to be wanting to manifest through you and that will deepen your practice. Yeah, it will deepen it. And you just might be so amazed about what comes through you when you stop thinking about overthinking it is our worst you know our worst enemy with that comes to that just allowing space for movement or color or creativity is so huge when we can just kind of set aside our thinking mind and allow spirit to move through us and work through us Mm. and whatever kind of creative Mm. endeavor we have is so powerful and so a beautiful way to deepen your practice if you feel called because spirit loves to push you outside your box and outside your comfort zone. Like sometimes Mm, you may feel like you're clinging on by your fingertips as they drag you (laughs) out (laughs) kicking and screaming, but it's, it's worth the effort. Um, There are times where I have been asked to make things. I was asked to sew um, a sacred um, regalia and I had never sewn anything. I thought I could, you know, find something at the thrift store that I could modify. And spirit was like, no, I tried looking and I could not find anything that they wanted that would work. And I had to do it all from scratch and totally stepped outside of my comfort zone, made lots of mistakes, learned a ton and was super thrilled with what I was able to create. And it blew my mind because I did not think I could make it. Absolutely amazing. I've seen the realia. Thank you. And it's just, yeah. So I don't think spirit really cares about those human mistakes. They just want the intention. That's character. (laughs) It does. And that's who we are. We are characters in our human skin. So yeah, it's, it's just about the intention. Yeah. And I'll also say that sometimes we are, mistakes are how we learn. Um, Mistakes, we sometimes are our best mistakes, you know, like that lead us to (laughs) these unknown, beautiful things. So I think when we have these idea of mistakes uh, are not imperfections that are in our work. You know, that's just an idea of perfection that doesn't exist. And I know we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but it is a beautiful uh, way to kind of deepen your practice and kind of step into it when spirit taps you on the shoulder to create some kind of sacred item. And like I said before, um, an art project I have to do, um, and it, I, I'm seeing it. It's it's like I'm seeing it over and over mm-hmm. and over. So it's it's that I have to do this, and I have to not be attached to the result. It's really the process, and and that really is what deepens. That's actually the window of where you get the opportunity to be your practice to be deepened with your helping spirits. So yeah, so just make it a focus to find ways to incorporate those things in the everyday um, as far as, you know, creative projects or, or whatever. Or, or whatever it is that you need to like, whether it's trying to journey a little more or whatever it is that's a new unique piece of your practice that feeds you. Mm. Trying to make it a part of your everyday can really help deepen that practice, whether it's just you transfigure every day or you mm-hmm. um, do some other practice. Do you take up, I don't know, the pe- those people that work with the spirit of the wind and doing a wind walk, you know, like just kind of incorporating a little more awareness, this piece of bringing in your connection to spirit on a daily basis really can help us to deepen 
our connection to spirit, our connection to all things, and just being more mm. aware. Um, yeah. Continuing to learn. It's a huge one. And, yes. Uh, not, very big. Yeah. And not just taking, you know, classes and reading books. I think we forget that our helping spirits can be our biggest teachers and mm-hmm. really mining that wisdom and asking questions about like how they see dis-ease or how they see the world and our place in it and our connection. And it, I mean, there's just so many places you can go. It's limitless. Or even uh, what do you do when I'm not journeying? Like what else are you doing? They cannot just be yeah. my my soul purpose, you know? So so what are they doing? You know, th- that's another one. Yeah. So it's just, as, it's also just another way to deepen your relationship um, or like just hanging out. Like you just do a journey to like have a picnic or hang out and sit down in a place or uh, get to know them and just building that reciprocity and relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't always have to be this like super purpose driven other than just building relationship, right? Like it could mm-hmm. just be, I'm coming to hang out. We're just going to hang That's out building today. relationship, Exactly. Right? That's just like just you do with your friends. Out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I know for myself, ceremony is a big way uh, to, to be able to deepen my relationship because I get everything, and I know you do too, Brie, by helping spirits. And they're very spe- specialized, detailed descriptions. And you're sort of as a human, you're like, well, why? And you don't always know why. They're not going to always tell you why. They might in some cases. But when you're actually bringing that ceremony forth from the other planes, you start to understand what their reasoning was. And uh, open-ended things come to light in, in this reality. And I also think sometimes, too, when doing this work that we forget about is we don't, we're not always meant to know the answer or to know all of the things. Sometimes it's just about trusting and our helping spirits and trusting in ourselves and our own inner wisdom. I mean, I had done a ceremony that spirit asked me in December that was huge. It had been this big, like I was asked to do this really intense ceremony for myself. And I'm also now just the other day had a really big understanding of like, oh my goodness, I'm seeing the effects of the ceremony that was done earlier in December really showing up. And it had been months of like this kind of being this initiation and mm-hmm. having this eye-opening moment of like, oh, that makes so much sense <laughs> because I did this huge okay. ceremony that I was asked for. And oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> it, but I wouldn't have learned that had they said it. And also I probably would have been like, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> right. I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know. Cause initiation is not a um, it's not a comfortable process. It is not. It, no, I. It's also a big part of our healing process, and 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 healing and personal growth and all that is gritty, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Can feel like a big ugly mess, but when you get through it, and it takes yeah. time, um, and continued work, is super rewarding. But it it is not a comfortable place. That they had they said this is what you're looking at. I probably oh, you'd be like, oh, not right I'm now. not going to do that with my full heart now. <laughs> I'm going to do half. I'm going to half my my presence in here, yeah. and that's not what they want. Yeah. They want your full presence, your open heart, your vulnerability, and stepping into it and trust. That's where things start to move, and that's what ceremony is all about. Bring it into this world. So that could be definitely another way you can deepen your practice. Yep. Um, you can honor your ancestors. Uh, I'm about to do a ceremony uh, for. Uh, one of my lineages. So so that's going to change things, I'm sure, and deepen my practice and my understanding of, of that lineage. So that's another example. Daily devotions, that's one we've talked about in the past. We did a whole episode yes. on that. Um, that's just another way that you can also step in and, and deepen. And if you want to know more about that, you can certainly go check out that episode. Yes, 
Yes, thank you for mentioning that. Uh, honoring and communing with the non-human kin. Go and commune with the nature spirits or what I would call the hidden folk or all kinds of other names that they go by. Uh, they are powerful spirits and um, very magical, very mysterious, sometimes mischievous. Uh, but communing with them can really deepen your relationship with all nature beings, all beings like the trees, the clouds, aspects of weather. We just did a la our last episode on that. Um, and that's really what they want. They want to be in right, right relationship with them again. And, you know, sticking to the commitment of interacting and being with your helping spirits if they ask something of you. So, you know, getting taps on the shoulder about a piece of artwork or a rattle, you, they're going to make you commit to it. And it can be challenging. I will say oh, sometimes yeah. they ask something that you're like, oh, I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> or, or it's uncomfortable. Like it's you're oh, yeah. really being asked. Maybe you're being asked to sh show up or be seen. And maybe that's not a way you're used to showing up or being seen. And it's really outside the comfort zone. And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes they call us to action in, in unexpected ways and yeah. honoring that commitment and what they're asking. As long as it feels right and true for you, because sometimes we're not right. ready there yet. And that's also start of standing in your sovereignty and power, being able to say, I'm not quite there yet. Right. Don't just take right. on a commitment if you don't feel like you can do it. <laughs> no, that's true. You have sovereignty. And at the same time, I want to mention again, when both Brie and I are introverts. And so <laughs> when we were both being pushed to do this podcast, we're like, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, it's it's actually been quite fun. It's been an awesome learning experience. So. Very much so. And we would look back and go, yeah, we we could do that. We got this. <laughs> so yeah, so you wanna you wanna make that commitment. You wanna follow through, because then they're gonna make it even. You're gonna get more of a, a pressure bubble to do it yeah. if you don't. So, um, and also you wanna um maintain your altar and you want to if your life is is changing up you might want to change your altar i change mine with the seasons and then if i feel intuitively or if i'm shown that i need to change something on my altar i do that because that's how i'm honoring spirit my helping spirits and the altar is a place in this reality where spirit and the mundane meet so it's so important to maintain that and it can also shift in our internal landscape. I notice sometimes if when I feel really pushed to clean my altar or redo it, get all the dust out of there and, mm -hmm. you know, change it up, it's also changing my inner landscape as well. Like in my inner landscape and my connection with spirit, it can just be really interesting what asks to mm -hmm. be, be on your altar, what shows up, or if we're having a specific intention for that altar, because maybe we're trying to support some working or we're showing up and, you know, like for the community or doing something else. So our altars can reflect a lot of things that we're working on. And that's just another way of tapping in and, and being in tune and trying to deepen our practice. It's so true. Uh, another way is, you know, journeying is not the only way to communicate with our, our helping spirits. Um, you know, but if you go out and transfigure the tree daily, like, maybe that's the only thing you do. Right. That is great. You're doing it. You're showing up. You're like, you're, you're doing some work. I think that the thought of that is also have compassion for yourself and where you're at. You don't have to be super doing every single thing all the time, mm -hmm. always right. Like it's about your, it's a very personal and it's about your relationship with spirit and where you're at and being in communication with your helping spirits and spirit in general and just saying, okay, my life is really crazy right now. Please, how are ways that I could show up or, or knowing what your way is and just talking to your helping spirits. I mm -hmm. mean, I will, when I'm stuck or, you know, if things feel really challenging or heavy, 
best therapy sometimes is just sitting and sharing that with spirit at my altar. Like, I mean, just being very honest and bare and like just a place to share it out. Oh, it's such a beautiful, tender place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, They hear you. They hear you and they do their best to try to support you without fixing the situation because, you know, as you just shared about initiation, the whole point of it is is for you to move through it yourself in the best way you can. Yeah. So. And sometimes, you know, you can feel really held. It's just, it's, it's, it's a very personal thing and it, and it probably looks different for everybody, but it's just a place of like, sometimes if you're like, my life's too busy and I don't have time to journey every day or you haven't journeyed in a while. So just being able to go to your altar, your sacred place or a place in nature and just having a, a verbal conversation with spirit and you're mm. helping spirits or the spirits of nature and just allowing yourself to be vulnerable can be a beautiful way to just be tapped into your practice and acknowledging your connection to everything. And, and that even though you might not feel held, you, you really are. Yeah, you are. Exactly. Uh, and you know, I want to say this, I was outside feeding the birds the other day and something I love to do. I get to, you know, say if I had a session with someone and I need to go out and ground, I'll go outside and I'll just spend a few moments. And, um, you know, just looking up in the sky, I'm intrigued by clouds. Clouds are are just amazing beings. And so I heard this like whisper look up and the cloud formation over my head was just beautiful. And so I stopped and just honored the clouds in that moment. And, um, you know, that's that's I, f- I feel that's a spiritual practice. You can deepen it and you can come back into your home and, and decide to do a journey to the clouds. Was there something that you need that I need to know about your you're showing up there? You know, uh, it can be very spontaneous if you can carve out time for that. But also maybe you just get a download, like maybe yeah. you just get and maybe make a note of it. Like maybe you just get a download when you're kind of in that moment of awe and relationship and gratitude with the cloud. There may have been some kind of message that kind of came through for you at that time. Like we love to second guess it and we love to overthink. Totally. So sometimes just writing that down in a notebook and coming back to it later and being like, oh, wow, that was that had more meaning than I could <laughs> see in that moment. It's allowing for that inner wisdom to sometimes bubble up as well. Um, yeah, well said. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to journey to to do all of these things. You can do them in the moment or, or get a download. But we have, you know, journey prompts on our website. This is the big one. The journey challenge. This is one way if <laughs> yeah. say you haven't been able to journey in a while or you feel like you just stuck in your journey practice and you want to kind of liven it up, reinvigorate. I had a few years ago a time where I was just feeling like, ah, my life is so busy. I've had time to journey. And I did a 30-day journey challenge for myself where I just wrote out a bunch of journey prompts. And then I broke in like little days of where just being relationship building with my helping spirits. So it was kind of a rest and because mm. it, it's a lot. It's so, but we have like 10 journey prompts on our website. So if you feel like you want to do like a little mini 10-day journey challenge where you try to journey once a day and We've got prompts you can use. You can create your own journey prompts, whatever you might like. We would love to see if you do it. Let us know how it went. Did you have some amazing revelations? Did it deepen your relationship with spirit? Uh, One journey prompt that we do have on there is journeying to your spirit garden. And this is a beautiful practice that you could do at any time. It's a place of rest. And your spirit garden is a way to see your internal landscape in Mm -hmm. journey Um, Because you're asking your helping spirits to take you to your spirit garden. And this is where you can see what needs to be tended in your life in the metaphor of journey, right? Like you can get to go in there and see what needs tending, what's overgrown and weedy, what needs to, Mm -hmm. what needs your attention and care. It's also just a place to come and rejuvenate and rest. You could 
asked to meet the caretaker, the spirit that's kind of the caretaker of your spirit garden to show you around or show you where you might need some work. Maybe you need to do a little landscaping here. Yeah. Um, some weeds <laughs> over there. You haven't yeah. dealt with. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> or maybe there's a, you know, maybe you build a sculpture garden here. It's your, it's your space. Um, and it's yeah. a beautiful, resting, nurturing place. It's also nice to come back here every once in a while and see what's changed, what's mm-hmm. shifted, what's mm-hmm. what looks different and new. I love that idea. We did have on our first um, few episodes, I think we had a uh, a journey prompt to our a house or was it a body Our temple? body temple. Yes. yes. That's another that good was, one. That was a really good one too. I love that idea of yours. Um, we, we also have optional bonus journeys if you're if you're interested in really, really going over the, you know, to really deepen your practice. We totally encourage it. So that's, there's, that's there's something for you. It's fun. I, I would, we would really love to hear from any of you that decide to do it and tackle it and see what you think. Um, I found it to be really mind blowing and a little enlightening uh, to just sit down and make this commitment because it's, it's 10 days mm. if, or do five days, do what works for you in your schedule and just see how it deepens and shifts some things for you or what comes up. Or maybe you have some just like, wow, mind blowing moment of enlightenment about something. Well, that's what I love about the helping spirits. They always keep you on your toes. You know, that they do. There's just never a dull moment. And that's what I love <laughs> about this work, really, because if it were, it's the same thing all the time and all of that, I, I don't think I'd be doing this. This is a never ending experience and always process learning. and practice. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about this work. Yeah. So I, I don't think you ever have all the answers to anything no. either, which is Beautiful because it always asks you to go a little deeper, to take a little further. How much more of that nugget can of wisdom can you mine from something or, or learn or see something in a really different way than you may have seen it before? It's just And that's you know, I, I don't know about you, but what I tell my students is that you probably could ask ten questions from the one journey experience you had and it's just a never ending ending thing. Yeah. Which I love. I love it. I do too. So Tina, what did your helping spirits have to say about deepening one's personal shamanic practice? They said, when you choose to carve out time to deepen your shamanic practice with your own helping spirits, you are telling them in so many ways that creating a deeper bond with them is a priority for you. There's nothing more touching and endearing for your helping spirits to witness because they see how pulled you are in every direction in your world. There are indeed so many distractions in your dimension, and it sometimes takes great motivation and strength to focus on deepening your relationship with spirit. Apart from your helping spirits being touched by your commitment, you will also benefit greatly by carving out a routine where you can be in right relationship with your etheric allies. And working closely with them, a human will feel more empowered, more aligned, and more protected as a byproduct of working intensely with the helping spirits. The lessons you learn, the information gathered, and the healing performed on you by your helping spirits are just some of the ways in which your well-being will be supported. Love that. Love that. How did they, what did they share with you, Brie? So my helping spirit said, when you take the time to deepen your commitment to your shamanic practice, you are making a commitment to yourself and deepening your connection to spirit and the spirit in all things. It can help keep you grounded and moving forward in times of struggle and challenge. It can be the light in your darkness. It is the gift that allows one to explore and come to know the deepest parts of yourself as you continue to heal and grow in this embodied life experience. It's the daily reminder that we are all connected, that there is no separation. It can be your guide in facing hard truths and a reminder that you are never alone, as your helping spirits and your ancestors always walk beside you. 
Making time to honor and deepen your spiritual practice is a gift that you give to yourself. You never know where it might take you and what it might teach you. Keeping a record of your experiences and taking the time to look back and reflect from time to time can be a beautiful reminder of how far you've come, of how much you've grown. A daily practice helps keep you open to the beautiful and unexpected ways in which spirit speaks to you. It awakens you to the magic to be found in your daily life. Your eyes are open to the beauty of the natural world and the miracles that abound around you. That's beautiful. Yeah, they had a lot to say, apparently. Yeah, they did. (laughs) And you know, that's good. I learned so much from it. So find us at shamansafterdark.com. Please drop us a line. We'd love to hear about this. If you want to take this journey challenge, we really would love to hear what you have come up with, what your helping spirits have shown you. So please feel free to drop us a line. And you can find Brie at treehearthealing.com and myself at threecrowshealing.com with a numeral three. There's also links to our personal pages on shamansafterdark.com. Until next time, everyone, keep on shining your light.